the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Praise God, today is Christmas Day. The day that we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the entire world. We ministered messages all last week on the birth of the Christ child. Today is the day that every one of us ought to give God the thanks that he's rightfully due. We should all give God thanks today for more than just some gifts that we might receive and or that we might give to somebody else too. We should all give thanks for the gift that God already gave us, that is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So come on through. Let's hear some more about the greatest gift that was ever given to mankind, that is the birth of the Christ child, Jesus Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Hey man, tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say. And they're going to be blessed today in Jesus' name. Amen. It's so good to see each and every one of you out in the house of God today. My God, I hope you came to hear what the Lord's got to say. Because if you came to hear from him, hear from him is what you're going to do. Because I do have a word for you. Praise God. And, 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 and by the way, Merry Christmas. Praise God. Hallelujah. So good to hear that. Praise God. Say it again. I'm telling you, I know I'm in the right house. Praise God. Got folk walk around talking about happy holidays and all this other kind of foolishness. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Trying to reduce the awesomeness of this wonderful day. But that's not what we do and that's not what we say. Because when other folks say happy holidays to us, what do we say? Amen. Because we want to put people back into remembrance what this, what this holiday is really all about. Because Christmas is a day that we, the, the Christians, have chosen to celebrate the birth of the Christ child. It's a day that we've chosen to be able to celebrate his birth. Of course, we know he was not born on this day, praise God. But at the same time, this is the day we've chosen to celebrate it, and we're celebrating it on this day. In fact, that's the reason why places are closed today. That's the reason why you're off of work today. It's the reason why it is that we have opportunity to celebrate this wonderful day, and that is because we've chosen to celebrate this day, and that is Christmas Day in Jesus' name. It's a day where as we celebrate and commemorate one of the greatest days known on earth, and it was the day when God Almighty took upon flesh to dwell amongst us. It is one of the three powerful days that we choose to celebrate as Christians. Of course, this is the first one, and this is Christmas Day, the day we choose to celebrate the birth of the Christ child. And we also celebrate, praise God, the date that we call Good Friday. Praise God. And it was a Good Friday, too, because that was the day that the Christ, after he grew up, gave his life for me and you. That's when he substituted himself on the cross for me and you. That was a very good day. Praise God. 
And we, of course, res, uh, celebrate Resurrection Day. Today they call Easter, praise God, Resurrection Day. We call it Resurrection Day because we want to be reminded, praise God, that that was the day that Jesus Christ rose from again, triumphant over death, hell, and the grave to be able to make sure that we have eternal life and be able to live it out all the days of our life. And that's a good day, too, in Jesus' name. But this is the first of the three. This is the first of the big three. And so we choose to celebrate it because it was a day when God Almighty took upon flesh to dwell amongst us. But because all of the hustle and bustle and all the materialism and the commercialism, then we can forget to celebrate or commemorate this awesome day. One of the things that we're doing, unfortunately, as a body is that we're beginning to allow this world to impact us to the point that we forget the true significance of Christmas. That we forget what it is that this day is really all about for us. That we begin to start acting like them and conducting ourselves like them. When it's bad enough we do it the rest of the days of the year, you know, the rest of the 365, but do it on the day whereas the Christ child was born. That we would choose that day too to be able to water down our Christianity and, 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 and conduct ourselves like that is not the most significant part of this day. I have to say that that's a sad thing. But I'm so thankful for a place called Word of Faith, where there's some real believers in the house, where folk understand what this day is really all about. And we have purposed in our hearts as well as in our mind, and we do it all the time to be able to make sure that we constantly remember what the true significance Christmas is. Because today, many people are concerned about the gifts that they'll be given and the gifts that they'll give. Whether or not it'll be the gift that they wanted, whether or not uh, it'll be the gift that other people want, whether or not it'll be the right size, the right color, the right price, praise God, and all this other kind of stuff that people are going to be thinking about today. But we Christians are not so concerned about that because we've already determined how, uh, that that's got nothing to do with how good of a day we're going to have. We know that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we're just rejoicing and being glad in it. But we are increasingly glad about this one because we know that we've already received the best gift. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ and the life that we received as a result of him is the best gift that we'll ever receive. And it's a gift that keeps on giving. See, Christmas is a day that we've designated to remind ourselves and, and to celebrate the best gift that we've ever been given. And that's Jesus Christ, the son of God. So regardless of whether or not you get the gift that you think you should have got, or whether you get a gift that is not like anything that you ever would have wanted before. That is basically irrelevant. So brothers in the house, if they give you one of them hula ties with a little hula girl on it, praise God, don't worry about it. If it lit, lights all up and stuff like that, don't be insulted by the gift that they gave. Just remember the gift that God gave to you. And because of that, it overrides anything else anybody else will do for you. And ladies in the house, if you said that you've been hint dropping hints that you want a rock, praise God. And then you come back and he give you a real rock, praise God, and not one that you put on your finger. Don't be upset with him and not talk to him for the rest of the day. Why is that? Because Jesus is the reason for this day. This is the day that we celebrate him. See, if we're not sober and vigilant, then we'll let Satan steal from us the awesome significance of this day and the love, the joy, and the peace that this day can bring to us. See, we can let this day turn into just another day just another holiday where we forget what God has done for us or we can choose not to forget the significance of this day to us and keep, the, keep that primary in our mind. So regardless of what you have to eat today, whether or not you eat you know, some beef or some, or some chicken or some ribs or some um, 
whatever you guys going to be eating, cakes and pies and hallelujah and all the other wonderful things that you all going to be eating, praise God. Whether you get all of that or whether you got a pot pie sitting in your oven, it's really not important. Because the thing that's important is the life that God has given you to live and the gift that you already did receive that God had to give. Although it might seem like it's cliche to many of us, to a precious few of us, it's significance and it's our heart cry. And that's that Jesus is the reason for this season. And because of that, I admonish you today. Never allow yourselves to forget the primary reason for this day of celebration. That is on this day in the city of David was born a savior who is Christ the Lord. Never allow yourselves to forget the true significance of Christmas. Because once again, I was watching Christian television and I was watching these various, I guess, name folk. You know, I don't know. Praise God. I'm not into superstar Christianity, but I'm watching these various so-called name folk that would get up and do little commercial breaks in between shows. Praise God. And all of them would stand up and wish everybody a Merry Christmas. But they had this common thing that they would say. They said, you know, they, they would say what Christmas is really all about. And not one did I hear say Jesus. Everyone I heard said things like family is what this day is all about. Today is a day where you can get together with your families and just enjoy your families. And family is really what this day is all about. Now I'm saying unless you're talking about how God almighty invited us into his family through his son, Jesus Christ, and allowed us to become his children and he to become our father. I don't think that that's what this day is really all about. I mean, thank God for families. Praise God. I got one. Praise God. Some of y'all got two or three. Praise God. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank God for families. Amen. But at the same time, that's not what this is all about. I heard them say that this was a a time for for, for joy. This is a time just to to be happy. So y'all just concern yourself with being happy today. No, happiness is based upon happenings. And so happiness is not what this day is all about. Joy to the world for the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. So if there's anything that we ought to have, we ought to have joy today. I said we ought to have joy today. I said we ought to have joy today. Because joy is not based upon outward circumstances and situations. It's not based upon what's under your tree or whether you even got a tree. It's got nothing to do with even the people that are there spending that time with thee. It's got nothing to do with that. So don't concern yourself with none of that. Only thing that is on our mind and the primary thing that's on our mind we know is that this is opportunity for us to be able to celebrate Jesus at this time. Thank God for the family. Thank God for the food. Praise God. Thank God for the, all the other, the gifts and all that other kind of stuff. But we thank God for God that came to us in the presence of Jesus Christ, his son. Turn with me to Luke chapter two, please. Never allow yourself to forget the true significance of Christmas. Because many times we'll get the amen in what they saying. And we'll come into agreement with what the world is saying when it is totally outside of what God has said. So I suggest that we take a look at the Christmas story so that we can find out the true significance of Christmas and what this thing is really all about. Luke chapter 2. See, the angels appeared to the shepherds in the field at night to let them know what transpired that night. He wanted them to make sure that they understood what was going on because they were in the midst of an environment where his life was just being lived and life was going on. But yet people had no idea what was actually happening at that moment. Not too much different than it is today. Because people are living lives and they're just going on and they're just taking this as another day or another opportunity to be off of work. And they're just continuing to do things and live their their lives as though the Christ was never born. 
just like it is in this particular day. But the shepherds represented something. Shepherds represented the lowest people in that time. They were the lowest people at that time. They occupied a place in society just above the beggars, and, and they were also just above the lepers. Praise God. The lepers were people who were untouchable, that people would not go around and have anything to do with. And, of course, the beggars are people that people had nothing to do with and were bothered by in the society. But yet, isn't it interesting that the Lord God Almighty sent the angels to be able to announce to the people that were considered the guttermost in society, to be able to let them know about what it is that uh, God had done on that particular day by being birthed into the world. The angels came to announce to those who were considered most the lowly people about the birth of the most high. He told the most low about the most high. Jesus was born to save the world. And everybody from the uttermost to the guttermost were people that he had actually invited to be able to come and participate and come and see what was going on. Because he had prophesied this thing and continued with prophecies throughout all the rest of uh, the time up until this time. To be able to let people know that this was going to occur. The angel said unto them, he said, born this day in the city of David is a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Which means it's talking about that this night in the city of Bethlehem, God demonstrated his love for us. God demonstrated his providence to mankind to be able to demonstrate to mankind that although, yes, you have sinned against me and separated yourself from me, that my love for you has never stopped. And because my love for you has never stopped, I've sent you something someone that's going to be able to bring you out of this sin that you're in. I sent you somebody that's going to be able to reconnect you back to me because I've sent you the Messiah. I've sent you a savior. I've sent you somebody that's going to get you out of your mess and get you into this place called bless. This night in the city of David, God's son was born to save us all. Jesus is the savior of all mankind. And that's who we're celebrating today is the savior of all mankind. See, the father provided all people for all people throughout all time, the best gift that could ever be given because he said unto you is born this night unto you. This phrase makes the gift personal and individual. See, that's good because this gift that was given to us was given to us personally that although he was the savior of all mankind, he's the savior of each and every one of us at this time because each and every one of us separately have to make our own decision. God has no grandchildren. And so because of that, it's irrelevant whether or not your parents are of God, whether your parents serve God, whether your parents are even pastors, preachers, ministers, evangelists, or anything else that might be listed amongst the people who are considered the muckety-mucks in Christianity. But at the same time, you have to make a decision for yourself what you're going to do. I'm so thankful that I'm in the midst of a people who realize that the best decision that they could ever make is to, is to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. He says, unto you is given a savior. That word savior right there means a deliverer, a deliverer. Why did he send us a deliverer? Because we needed a deliverer. Because Romans chapter five, verse 12 says, wherefore is by one man, sin entered into the world and death thereby. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. See, because of what Adam did, death passed upon, passed upon every man. Every man that was born after Adam was born into Adam's sin. Like some of y'all might not have noticed it yet, but you're in the natural. I'm a black man. Praise God. Some of y'all are like, really? I thought so. Amen. Amen. In the natural, I'm a black man. Praise God. 
But the reason why I'm a black man in the natural is because I was born to black parents. Blessed be the name of it. Really ain't nothing deep about this conversation. Amen. If I was Chinese, I was because I was born to Chinese parents. Oye, choye, ho. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. But if you back everybody up and keep backing everybody up from in their lineage, you'll see that everybody backs up to two people. And that is Adam and whom we call Eve, who was the mother and father of all living. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so since it backs up unto them, that which was born unto Adam was passed on to everybody that was born after him. Just like my parents' blackness was passed on to me. Where the sin that was in Adam was passed on to every man. Because every man was born after Adam was born into his same sin. Why is that? Because the bloodstream comes from the man. And because the man is the one that provides the seed, then he's the one that causes the the continuation of uh, of, of the generations. And because he uh, had sin, then that sin would pass on to every man. It's one of the reasons why he needed to bring a seed through a woman without a man. Because she was a virgin who gave a child. She was a virgin that came a child. Well, wait a minute. Everybody got to have a father. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why God himself was the one that made sure that the seed would be able to manifest into the midst of it. So that that child could be able to come into this world sinless. That that child could be able to come in in this world eligible to be a deliverer. Because a person who needs delivering can't deliver nobody. A person that needs saving can't save nobody. But I thank God that on that morning, praise God, was born a savior who is Christ the Lord. A person who was born of a virgin who had nothing to do with man. Praise God because he was the one that was submitted under God's mighty hand. Are you listening to me up in here? He was a savior. Praise God. Christ, the Lord, he's called. Christ is the anointed one. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's the sent one. Praise God. The one that was sent by God in order to deliver us as a gift to us. A gift, of course, means that you don't have to do anything for it. A gift means all you have to do is receive it. Like you guys, when you receive your gifts later on today, those of you who are going to receive gifts, that after a gift is given in you, the person is not going to stand there with their hand up and say, now pay me for what I just bought you. Praise God. Because otherwise, that, that wouldn't be a gift. It would just be an exchange of some sort. Amen. And it would have cost you. But God has given you a gift that didn't cost you anything. Cost him everything. Cost you nothing. And all you got to do is receive it. No gift purchased or given by anyone other than God, the Father, could deliver us from the situation that we were in. That's good to know. Because no clothing can deliver us from the power of sin. New clothes can deliver us from the power of bad fashions. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Or what not to wear. But no clothing made or given by man can deliver us from the power of sin and death. So the clothes you get is going to be nice later on down the line. Especially if they fit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Especially if they're in style. Hallelujah. And especially if they're holy. Hallelujah. That they cover everything that's supposed to be covered. Amen. And don't let stuff jiggle while you wiggle. Are you listening to me? Amen. It's good. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But yet, natural clothes can't help you when it comes time to the sin issue. Adam tried it. He tried sewing fig leaves together, but it didn't work for him. Because it might have looked like it covered him on one day, but the next day those leaves would wilt. And things would shift. And stuff that he had thought was covered was now uncovered. That's why nothing in the natural can ever benefit you. That's why only a spiritual solution can be able to handle the spiritual problem that we have. But I thank God for Jesus because he was the one that was sent to us to be able to save us from our situation. See, it says he who was born 
uh, to save us uh, was Jesus Christ. Praise God. Jesus is the name of his humanity. Christ is the name of his deity. Because in order to be able to be the substitute for us that it is that we needed, he needed to be able to be both at the exact same time. Because unless he was God, he could not be able to understand what God needed in order to be able to make sure that the conviction uh, and that the connection occurred like it was supposed to occur. Because otherwise he would have slighted toward man in order to be able to come through and do what he needed to do in order to be able to bring them back together. But it couldn't be a sliding at all. That's why he didn't come as a 50-50. He came as 100%, 100%. Came as 100% man as 100% God so that he could properly represent both sides to be able to reconnect us back with the Father. Jesus Christ came to be able to give his life back to us and allow us the awesome privilege of being reconnected back to the Father. Turn to Matthew chapter 20, please. Matthew chapter 20. Because he was coming to reconnect us back to the Father. That he took upon a body and dwelt amongst us. So that he can have opportunity to be able to purchase us out of the slave market of sin. Matthew chapter 20. Let's look at verse 28. Letters in red, Jesus speaking, so we know it ain't no lie. It says, even as the son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. And to give his life a ransom for many. He came to give his life a ransom for many. Of course, a ransom is given to someone who's holding somebody captive. And we were people who were held captive prior to Jesus Christ and receiving him as our Savior and our Lord. We were held captive. We were in captivity by the devil. And the devil would not give us up. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But Jesus Christ came to be able to give his life as a ransom for me and you. So this baby was born with a death sentence over his head. But unlike the death sentence that was over our head, which was mandatory, his was not obligatory because when he was born into this world, he was born without sin, which meant that there was no reason for death to ever manifest in him. But he made a choice when he took upon a body, said to the father, father, make me a body so I can go down and sacrifice myself for them so that he can willingly and voluntarily give his life up for me and you. So the sacrifice he made was not one he had to do. It was one that he chose to do. It was not one that he needed to do. It was one that he wanted to do because he asked for a body so that he can come down and give up his body. So for everybody that is in this room, he came and gave up his body for everybody that's in this room. Turn over to Titus chapter two, please. We're coming back to Luke chapter two in just a moment. Titus chapter two. So this was a big deal that the angels did not want people to be able to not know about. This was a big deal that could not remain concealed. He needed it revealed. Titus chapter two, let's start reading in verse 13. It says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearance of the great God and our savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. That's us. We are a peculiar people. Not peculiar as in weird and odd, but peculiar as in we've been purchased because he was coming to be able to give his life as a purchase to purchase us out of the slave market of sin. Wow. How much must the father think about you that he would be willing to give up the precious blood of Jesus to be able to buy you out of the slave market of sin? Every one of you has worth in this place. That's why you don't concern yourself with whether or not somebody's with you who you think ought to be with you. Maybe your boyfriend quit you just before the Christmas season. 
like some of us worldly folk used to do. Praise God. Quit our girlfriend just before Christmas season so we wouldn't have to buy him a gift. Praise God. And then kind of like hook up with him right just before New Year's. Amen. 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 Was I the only one that did stuff like that? Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, enough of true confession hour. Hallelujah. (laughs) Don't worry about who's with you because your worth is not tied to what gift you're given. Your worth is not tied to whether or not somebody is with you on today. Your worth is not tied to who's around you or who doesn't want to be around you today. Your worth is tied to the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Because God showed your worth that on this day he sent a savior just for you. To be able to give himself in exchange for you. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me up in here? Go back to Luke chapter 2 please. You're worth something today. So don't look at the gift that you get and to determine what worth you have. Whether they spend a lot of money or they spend a little on you is really irrelevant. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you are reminded that Jesus is the reason for the season and that giving Him the glory that He's due is what we ought to do every day, especially on Christmas Day. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? And for all of us at Word of Faith SA, to all of you, we say Merry Christmas to you all. Have a blessed, wonderful, and joyous Christmas. Have a blessed and wonderful day in the Lord. Remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Enjoy yourselves, but stay holy, y'all. Don't eat too much. Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.